Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, Stacy Personally Speaking, where my thoughts become known. This is Season 1, Episode 76 of the Journey 365 series. Today's episode is about doubting nothing, surprise observation, proof of loss. I was up and out of bed by 5.30. I felt good, not great, but grateful. I grabbed some fresh air from outdoors, undeterred by the gray skies today. My body felt sticky, so I decided to have my shower first. It's been a bit humid these days. After my shower, I went into my devotions and was quite struck by these two words, doubting nothing. Arise, therefore, and get thee down, and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Acts 10 verse 20 of the King James Version. Simon Peter had gotten a vision while he was hungry. In the dream, there were many kinds of unclean foods that he was being offered, but he refused them over and over again. He wasn't sure what this dream was all about until he heard that Cornelius, a centurion, had sent for him. But Cornelius was also a devout man who feared God. In Peter's eyes, however, he was an unclean man not to be interacted with. But at God's word, Peter went with the men that God had sent, doubting nothing. Peter had to decide to put away his knowledge of the law and instead choose to be obedient to God without a shadow of a doubt. Our knowledge can certainly interfere with our faith and belief in God's word if we do not make God's word the authority. After my devotions, I made a green smoothie and had it while listening to Beyond the Headlines on Radio Jamaica. It was a very sad report being discussed involving a car crash reported to have had a total of nine persons. Three deaths were confirmed at the time of the report, and they were said to be young people, 20 years old and under. While situations surrounding the deaths are conflicting, my heart still hurts at the unnecessary loss of our people. (sighs) I did some stretches for my legs before heading out the door. The morning was cool and I was so grateful for that as I took the route by the river. There was some palpitations in my chest, but I tried not to give it too much attention. I thought it might be as a result of my anticipated visit to the tax office after work. I focused on getting to work and on what I'd be doing when I got there. This morning, I did my best to exercise patience while I was riding. But honestly, riding slowly actually takes a lot more effort and makes no sense to me. On the other hand, I've realized that knowledge of the timing of the stoplights would help me to move more smoothly along. 
I had left home a few minutes before 8 and so I got to work at 8.20. That was good for me. I prefer getting there earlier in the morning than leaving later in the afternoon. I did some photocopying, packed my bag and headed to the classroom. On my way to the classroom, one of the English teachers asked if they could join my class in the third period to observe how the students behaved. My heart started beating a little fast, but I smiled and told them, of course. I've never responded well to tests, exams, observations, and so on. Just knowing I'll have them sends me into shivers. The classes all went well. There were the usual one, two, or three students who had forgotten their papers. A couple students who had to be in the nurse's office and others who were noticeably absent. The teacher who came to observe my class in the third period commended my blackboard writing skills and also on my high energy in contrast to the more reserved nature of the class. He asked to take a picture of my board layout. I should have done the same thing. <laughs> he sounded impressed and I thank God for his strength to go through. The last class for the day had finally ended and I couldn't have been more pleased. Before leaving home this morning, I'd put an apple in my bag. This was going to be a gap filler after I left work and before heading to the tax office. I left work at about five minutes before one o'clock and I was so happy. I stopped at the nearby park that I'd visited last Thursday after I'd left the immigration office parked my bicycle, and sat on a bench under a tree. It was time for the apple. So big, sweet, and crunchy. The tax office was about a 30-minute min ride away. I can't boast about having too much strength, especially with the increased temperature, but I had on a peak cap, which really helped. I took a few wrong turns here and there as I made my way, but it all worked out very well. I even found bicycle parking very close by. Was it public bicycle parking? Hmm, I don't know, but I saw a lot of bicycles parked there near the building I was going to. <laughs> I made my way to the first elevator I saw, but realized the floor stopped at 6 and I was sure the paper had said 8th floor. So I walked around nearby and saw another set of elevators that skipped some floors and went all the way up to 13. I spent about 20 minutes or so once I had gotten inside the office. I was handed over to another section in the tax office and got removed the language barrier stress factor. Yes! The young man who had just returned into the office was able to speak English. The long and short of it was that 1. I had to come back between July 2021 and June 2022 and 2. Come back with evidence showing 50% or more decreased income. In the meantime, I would still need to make the June 30th and August 31st payments. So now I know that reduction requests for tax like pension is something to be sorted out in July. And it wasn't an automatic thing. Truth be told, I really hope I don't have to come back with any documents to prove anything. 
I told him I don't know what my salary will be until each month comes along. Talk about trusting God. As a result, he gave me three forms for the three companies I am enrolled to work with for them to write projected future incomes. This is not a request I'm going to ask of my companies because I work freelance and currently there isn't a demand for teachers because there are less people taking English lessons. But I was quite happy for the experience and didn't feel stressed by it at all. I thanked the young man and made my way to my bicycle. About 45 sweaty minutes later, I was home. Food and a shower were primary. I popped the food into the toaster oven and headed for a nice long shower. I could tell that my legs are going to need a massage. Dinner with a movie was on the menu and I thoroughly enjoyed both. I had put some clothes to soak in the machine just after my shower, so now I'm waiting for the cycle to end. After today's entry, I'm going to pop into the supermarket to see if there are any discounted bananas. I have given away four ripe plantings so far. This means I currently have none for myself, except what's in the freezer, which I don't plan to touch until around August. Hmm, let's see about that. Do you have any coronavirus reprieve in your home country? for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to leave a comment and let me know what you thought about today's episode. Join me next time on Stacy Personally Speaking.